Hello, and welcome to the Platinum Training Technologies podcast. This is volume one, episode number seven. Yeah, can you believe it? We're already up to number seven on our podcast. Hey, this has been fun. Hope you've been enjoying this series. Uh, Today's podcast or vidcast, if you're watching on YouTube, is called Business Lingo or Terms Guide for the 45 Plus Crowd. Um, We're going to call, so subtitle this one, Use It lose it or never use it. So uh, (laughs) with that, we're going to jump in. Again, this is uh, Platinum Training Technologies. We were founded with the belief that the greatest challenge is improving yourself by investing in yourself. Again, we focus on the 45 plus crowd and small to medium sized businesses who need training and development coaching help for their teams. So uh, today, the kind of inspiration for this, I, I have several pet peeves uh, in business. And again, if you've listened to my podcast, you probably picked that up. One of them is is business lingo or terms. Um, And I can't tell you how many meetings I've been in over the last 20 years. And you could tell what the most current buzzwords are uh, or terms in business. And and I I don't like it. If I I hear it more or two or three times in a week, I will never use that term. Uh, Again, I like to be an original. uh, But hey, sometimes you have to use these terms to be part of the crowd. Sometimes you have to know what these terms are because you're in business, especially if that 45 plus crowd, you don't want to appear behind the times. So this particular series will kind of give you some terms. You've probably heard most of them, but my advice on this is going to be what terms to use that that are okay to use, what terms you need to lose, or there's some terms, quite frankly, you should never use because they're offensive, they're creepy, or they're weird. So with that, we're going to jump in. And again, I'm going to uh, uh, cite several sources that I that I got off the uh, the web. Uh, first one is from a site called Grammarly, Grammarly.com. And again, it's more of a how to use grammar, uh, proper grammar, uh, how to make sure you're speaking correctly, which I guess I need to go back and watch that some more. Uh, so we're going to start. First one, let's just get right in. Low-hanging fruit. All right. So uh, again, this, <laughs> I love this one. Are you skipping through the orchard plucking apples for your grandmother's pie? No, that's not, I, I, to me, low-hanging fruit uh, just really implies that uh, that's an easy opportunity. And, you know, and in my, again, long career, uh, low-hanging fruit, I've heard it used. I've never found low-hanging fruit. I always look for it, never found it. So uh, I'm going to say on this one, let's, let's just, uh, you know, it's don't use it. Um, it's just over. It's just it's overused. So try to avoid low hanging fruit. And again, I think most people understand what it means. But it, to me, it's very it's old and it's overused. Quit using low hanging fruit. Uh, next one, leverage. You know, we're going to leverage our position in the marketplace. Um, you know, again, this is a great uh, you know word to use. It does mean something, and I think you could use it where appropriate. I would use it sparingly. They use this word to sound you know, like a pointy-headed intellectual or someone who's you know on top of their business game. So occasional use of leverage, I think, is okay, in my opinion. Uh, just don't use it too often. Okay, open the kimono. Woo! And I'm glad they put this one on the list. I, I've heard that. Uh, it really, that was a, that's an older one, but I've heard it more recently uh, in business. And basically that means you're going to open up the robe and show all the secrets, the inner workings. Um, you know, first of all, it, it is, it is sexist and, and slightly racist. Um, so don't use open the kimono. 
Never use it. Do not use it. Okay. All right. Giving 110%. Okay. That's another, you know, let's go above and beyond. Really what they're saying is you're already working hard, but you're not working hard enough. Let's give it 110%. I don't know that you can't give more than 100%. Okay. I just, that's my opinion. So lose this one. Don't use it. Um, again, I, in, in the article said, you know, unless you're a professional athlete or a little league coach, do not use in business, give 110%. It's just, it's overused and it's not inspirational anymore like it used to be. Uh, hey, next one is out of pocket. I'm going to be out of pocket for a while. Uh, you know, again, that just, you know, I don't know. That's, I think that is just, it's overused. It's it's over typically used by older people in the workplace, including, you know, guilty is charged on that one. I say that one quite a bit. Um, I just think it's overused. I, I, I understand what it means. It's just, you basically say, hey, I'm going to be out. I'm not going to be available. So let's just make a pact right now. Uh, words mean things and just say what you mean. Hey, I'm not I'm not going to be available. Don't say out of pocket. OK, I'm going to say that one is, is overused. Uh, so lose it. Lose it. OK, drink the Kool-Aid. Again, guilty as charged on this one. I think a lot of people who are uh, maybe frustrated in their job or they're getting tired of the corporate mantras. They're going, oh, you know, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, I forgot about this, but really what that is in reference to is the massacre, the suicide massacre in 1978, the Jim Jones uh, cult leader. Uh, you know, he convinced over 900 members to commit suicide by drinking poison flavor aid, um, or some people say Kool-Aid. So really what that means that that just really conjures up some really uh, terrible imagery. So that's where that came from. So I would say on this one, uh, never use it. Quit quit using it. Uh, drink the Kool-Aid. It just if you think about what that meant uh, back in the seventies, you probably yeah you probably wouldn't be using that anymore. All right, next one, the bio break. Now I, I haven't heard bio break until recently. And really what that's saying is, hey, we, we got we're, we're on a long meeting and, you know, hey, we got to take a bathroom break. OK, guess what, everybody? We all know we have to go to the bathroom. We do not have to announce that we need to go to the bathroom. Just say, hey, let's just take a break. We don't need to know if you're going number one or number two. Right. So, again, words mean things. Just instead of saying bio break, a clever way of saying let's take a break. Let's just say let's take a break. OK. All right. So uh, lose that one. Uh, lose that one. Overused and, and, and just don't, don't use it. OK, here's another one of blue sky thinking. Now, this is another um, kind of out of the box type uh, on steroids. It's, you know, the, the clouds open up in the blue sky. Let's 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 be unbound. Um, I, I don't know. It's I, I, I like the imagery, um, I would say you know, use it sparingly. Um, cause I think it's, it's, I have not heard it that often. So if you're in an organization or a culture where you hear it all the time, then quit using it by all means, but maybe in your company, you, no one has thrown this out yet. You could be the uh, pioneer of a new set of terms or lingo in your company, blue sky thinking. So I'd say it's okay to use, use it sparingly. Uh, the next one, this is another one I've never heard of, but they say it's a big overused one. It's called, uh, you know, the Tiger Team. It's a group of specialists assembled to tackle a particular problem. Uh, I've never heard that. You know, maybe that's an IT thing uh, or maybe a, a large corporate, uh, you know, type 
term, but I have I have not heard it in, in my career. And again, I thought it was pretty funny. It says, unless you're wearing tights and shouting Thundercats, ho, you're, you're not on the Tiger team. Unless you're on Team Tiger, meaning Tiger Woods. But anyway, Tiger team, never heard it. Um, and, and again, here's the thing with lingo or terms. If you've, if you've never heard it and you're not sure what it means, then definitely don't use it. Because that that can make you really look uh, uh, like it like a like an idiot. So don't do that. All right, here's another one: um, <laughs> the idea shower or thought shower. Again, a lot of some of these terms I, I hear the younger kids, um, you know, try to use these little clicky little sayings. Um, and then this is one of them: an idea shower or a thought shower. Basically, it's brainstorming, um, and it's brainstorming with no brains required. You just open your mouth and start talking. No, that's also dangerous. So, you know, here, here's one. Again, I get the idea of it, but I, I would say on this one, um, just d- don't use it. Lose it. Lose this one. Okay. All right. Let's go. Moving the goalposts. Well, I don't know. To me, I, I this is an older one. This is one I think it, it in the past has been overused. It's occasionally used in business. But, you know, if you are familiar with sports, and I'm not a big sports guy, um, you know, goalposts are fixed. They're fixed you know, in the stadium, they, they don't move. They do not move during the game. So, you know, let's, let's don't you, cause it really doesn't make sense. Instead of moving the, you know, the goalpost, you know, maybe we'll just say, Hey, this is a difficult task. We got to change our tactics on the field. Uh, so yeah, moving the goalposts, I, I just say, don't, don't use it. Um, next one, drill down to investigate something in detail. Um, and again, they, they're saying it's synonymous with other types of let's unpack that or let's peel, you know take layers off the onion. Um, again, I mean, drill down. I, I get what that means, and, I, and I've I've heard it. Um, I, I don't use it. I took you know I don't think I've ever used. Let's drill down into the problem. Uh, it is good imagery, um, and I think it's okay to use. Maybe you know occasionally just use it sparingly because it is very descriptive of what you want to do. But again, like like all these, don't overuse them. And if they're being overused in your company you personally need to stay away from using it. So I say it's okay to use uh, sparingly. Let's gain traction. Um, also means you know, to gain popularity. Our, pro- our program is not gaining traction. Okay, it's another one of these. I think it's sparing, use it sparingly. Uh, I guess with, with gaining traction, just use it sparingly because it does mean something. Again, words mean things. Our program is not gaining traction in the marketplace. Again, don't keep saying it. Don't overuse it. So you know, I, I would say this one is okay to use. All right. Uh, on this particular list, I come to Jesus meeting. Um, never, just don't use it. Um, do not use this one. It is very offensive to religious people because we don't say come to, to Buddha or another religious figure. You know, let's have a come to Buddha meeting. Um, we, we don't say that because you just don't know who you're going to offend. And, you know, that it would be particular offensive to, to Christians. So uh, come to Jesus meeting. Again, I, I know what it means is you're going to have a serious discussion about the state of your career, your life, or whatever you're working on, but it just can be very offensive to religious people. So do not use that particular term. All right. The next group here is from Indeed.com. That's a job site. Uh, some of you are probably, most of you are probably familiar with it, Indeed.com. So I found, again, found this online, just a little copy and paste here. So I will credit them. Uh, return on investment. Uh, they're saying that's an overused term. I, I don't think so. I think ROI or return on investment it's very descriptive. It is a, a necessary and commonly used business business term, but it does uh, make sense to use it because you are trying to measure something. So I say return on investment is is okay to use. Uh, here's one granular. Um, that means the fine details. 
let's, you know, let's get very granular on this. Again, I've known people who've, who've tried to insert granular into conversations and just, it just makes you sound, you know, cool and hip. Um, again, if you can't pull it off, don't use it. Again, understand what it means. It means the detail. Let's get real detailed. Uh, but it, just a, another way of saying that. Uh, you know, I'd say use it sparingly, but I, I don't like using it. And when I hear people use it more than two or three times, um, I just I tune out. It's just it's it's an overused word, in my opinion. So uh, may, maybe lose it for now. Um, again, if in your company, if, if, if any of these terms, if uh, they're not using them, hey, you could you could be the, uh, the, 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 you know, set the trend by using some of these terms. Synergy. This is an old, old term. I've heard it back into the 80s. It probably goes back to the 70s. I don't know what the, the origin is. This basically means one plus one equals three. So the, 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 the sum of the parts, the, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Um, again, like it, I've used it. But again, it's an older term. It's overused. I would use that sparingly. I, I would just lose that term. Pivot and lead. That's a newer term. We heard this a lot during the pandemic, especially uh, companies have say, hey, let's pivot and lead into this next reality. Ooh, I'm tired of hearing pivot and lead. Because here's the thing. If you pivot too many times, you're going to start going backwards. And if you keep pivoting, that means you're just basically you've circled around and you're still going in the same direction. To me, let's let's say let's adapt or let's transition. I think that's a better word than pivot and lead. I just, you know, again, I think it's overused. I, I hear, I've seen it a lot during the pandemic. So let's just lose that one. Uh, the customer journey. We need to understand the customer journey. Okay, that's again a descriptive word. Depending on what you're doing, you know, if you're a marketing person, that that makes sense. If you're a salesperson, it makes sense, at least to understand the concept of the customer journey. But again, I think it's okay to use. Just don't overuse it because we know it's important to understand how a consumer or a customer goes through a buying process, the thought process. All right, here's the next one. Let's take a deep dive into that problem. Um, and I think, I think again, some of these are going to be repetitive through through these screens. I, I think again, deep dive does make sense if it's not overused. But you know, let's uh, do a deep dive. Let's uh, let's drill down. Let's peel the onion back. It all kind of means the same thing. Again, uh, I think it's okay to use. Just don't overuse it. Let's make an impact. Okay, I think again. It's that's okay to use. Um, sometimes it's overused, but it is descriptive. It does mean something. Uh, here's another one. Uh, let's uh, let's get in the ballpark. Uh, you know, and really, you know, again, that's that is a sports reference. You know, that means we're going to hit it into the ballpark. Where that means we're going to be approximate. Uh, so, you know, if people don't know what that means, or if it's overused, just say, hey, let's let's give me an approximate number instead of saying, hey, let's let's get it in the ballpark. But again, that depends on your culture. It depends on how, if it's overused. But that's an older term, and I've used that before myself. And I, I think it's okay to use, but uh, use sparingly. Uh, core competency. Um, you know, that's, again, words mean things. If we're talking about people, uh, especially if you're in an HR position or personnel, and you're talking about someone has a core competency for a job, that is a okay term to use because um, it, it, it's relevant to that position. Uh, visibility. I need to get more visibility in my company. Again, I, I've, I've heard that. Or we need more visibility in the marketplace. I think it's okay to use. It, it means something. It uh, it is descriptive and it's an appropriate it's appropriate term to use. Startup. Well, again, another word that really means something. Hey, I, I'm going to work for a startup. Now, I think it's overused when people people just like to say that. Hey, I'm working on a startup. 
um, or this program is, again, overuse of startup um, is not good, but it does mean something. So if it is relevant to your conversation, I think startup is okay to use. Sustainability. Um, that is a term. I really hear that more in the uh, the architectural or building products uh, space, uh, you know, something that is sustainable. Um, actually, the sustainability has replaced green. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to build a green building. That means it's environmentally or ecologically uh, friendly to, to, you know, to, to, the, to the community. So sustainability is just the newer version of that. Again, I hear it used all the time in the architectural circles. It's a, you know, everyone knows what it means, probably overused. Uh, but like, you know, just like a green, green building kind of wore out. welcome. Now we're talking, now we have s- sustainability. All right. Pain point. We must find that customer's pain point. Again, if you're in marketing and sales, it's probably an appropriate term to use. Uh, again, just don't overuse it. And we all know, just say it one time, just, hey, we got to find the customer's pain point. And then identify those pain points. Move on to the next one. Hey, we need a quick win here. You know, basically what we're saying here is uh, we got to get we, we, we need we need something to happen or people are going to start losing their jobs or you're going to lose your job or our department needs a quick win or we're going to look dumb. I, again, understand what that means. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just say, hey, we, we've got to get some sales. Let's just let's just say that. OK. Oh, here's one holistic. Oh, yeah, I love this one. Um, it's typically used in medicine, but now I'm hearing it in business. It means, you know, kind of an overall approach. It's uh, misused and overused. I, I, and I hear people say it, say that, say holistic to, again, make them kind of sound smart, kind of make them sound like, hey, I'm, I'm you know, well, we need to find a holistic solution to this. Uh, you know, well, let's just say we need to find a solution. How about that? You know, let's don't plug in these fancy terms like holistic, especially if you don't know how to use it. So I would say don't use it, uh, lose it, because it's just, it's just a word that a lot of people don't really understand. Can I think of medical um, when I hear holistic? Oh, we have to get alignment. Okay, let's lose alignment. It's overused. I mean, unless you're talking about the front end of your car needing an alignment. Uh, now that basically that's just corporate speak for saying, hey, we all have to get on the same page. And I hear that it's so overused. So let's let's lose alignment. Freemium. Not sure what that is. Never heard that. Is that like a premium that's free? Can't comment on it. So those of you who know what freemium is, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So freemium, just uh, I would say if you don't know what it means, don't use it. Okay, quota. Uh, You know, I don't really like quota uh, because quota to me sounds like a uh, factory piecework type term. Like, oh, if you don't reach your quota today, you won't get any pudding. You won't get your meal. Um, Again, I understand what it means. But for example, in job postings, if I see a sales position says, hey, you got to meet your quota, you know, that's also sales goal. Let's, let's meet your sales goal or your sales target. But I just, I don't like quota. To me, quota just sounds so old school and negative. Say so don't use it. Retargeting. And a couple of these are more marketing type uh, terms like retargeting, uh, content is king, uh, big data. Again, I think those are appropriate to use. Uh, and if you're in the marketing world and you're using them all the time, now retargeting is actually a uh, type of uh, it's a it's a concept in in social media ads where you're retargeting ads to to another group. So again, it means something okay to use. Content is king. We hear that we hear that all the time. Um, it's a true statement. It's a true term because 
whether you're on social media, YouTube, doesn't matter. Content is king. People need content. But I, I think it's overused, so use it sparingly. Big data. I'm not sure what big data is. I don't know if this, they're talking about Google. They're talking about companies who collect a lot of data, you know, kind of like big pharmaceutical, you know, maybe the big auto. I think that's what that refers to. Again, I don't use it. Not sure if it's overused, but really no comment on big data. Incentivize. Let's incentivize this operation. Let's incentivize our salespeople. Again, one of these, I understand what it means. Let's, let's, you know, we, we need, we need to figure out a way to trick people into doing their job is what that tells me. So incentivize, I think it's very, I think it's overused. Um, I would say lose it. Don't use it. Let's move the needle. Again, another one of those that I think it's just a poor, uh, it's just another one of these terms just to fill space. Um, it doesn't really mean anything other than we, we, we have to we have to make some progress. So moving the needle, you know, to me, that would be like on a gauge or like on your tachometer, your speedometer in your vehicle. Uh, you know, unless you have gauges around your office, let's let's lose uh, move the needle. Let's unpack this topic uh, again. I understand what it means. You, you want to talk about something and you want to you want to fully understand the topic. But unpacking it, again, I think it's just overused. I think people say it to try to sound cool. Hey, let's unpack this topic, or I don't have time to unpack that yet. I, you know, you unpack your, your suitcase, not, 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 a, not a topic, okay? So I say let's lose, unpack. I don't like it. Let's get rid of it. Ping. Hey, let me ping you later. Um, again, I think that's impersonal. It's just like, hey, I don't have time to talk to you. Uh, let me let me ping you back. Let me let me contact you later. So lose ping ecosystem. Uh, I don't really use that. I, I understand what people are saying. Hey, it's like we have an ecosystem here in our company, and it must be maintained. Again, I think that may be more of a, a HR type term. So let's you know if it's appropriate, use it. But if, again, if you don't normally use it, don't use it. Uh, bandwidth. Um, this again, it's a, it's this is more of a you know like a. Uh, internet bandwidth? Do you have the space? Do you have the capacity to do something? And I, and again, I think bandwidth, it's another one of those words that people like to say to make them sound like they're cool or hip. So don't, don't say bandwidth. Just say, I don't have the capacity or I don't have time. Lean into it. We have to lean into this, uh, into this situation here. Again, this is another one of the p- pandemic words. I think that, that really came about. It's like, Hey, we got to lean into the situation. Understand what it means. It means that hey, you got to really, you know, make this happen. We got we got to work harder. We got we're, we're not going to give up. Is what that means. Let's just say that. Let's say hey, we're not going to give up on this. Lean in. I think it's just overused. Um, if again, if your culture, your company, uh, the business you're in, if no one's using it or use sparingly, it's probably okay. But it's just I don't like using it. Just that's my opinion. All right, the next uh, group. From this comes from uh, Reagan.com. That's R-A-G-A-N.com. Uh, first one, the thirty thousand foot view. Now I've heard this, you know, twenty thousand foot view, thirty thousand foot view, forty thousand foot view. Hey, what about all our people who do metric? You know, so first of all, uh, that would only be more, I guess, applicable. You know, maybe in aviation or if uh, you know you're in the in the United States. But I don't know. I just I don't. You know, this is what they say. They say, are you writing copy for airline pilots? You are free to move about the dictionary, Captain. So view the the bullet points. 
let's let's just say that. So I, I think the the thirty thousand foot view thing. I think it's very overused, and in fact, I think it's just a another term to gloss things over. So don't don't use that anymore. Behind the eight ball, basically, uh, what they say here it means, hey, we're currently screwed, but we're not defeated. You know, I, I think that's probably a more accurate thing to say. So behind the eight ball means, you know, like if you're familiar with pool or billiards. Uh, that's that's not a good position to be in. So behind the eight ball means you're at a disadvantage. Just say that uh, behind the eight ball. I think uh, just don't use it because it's. I think it's it's older and it's overused. The big picture. Okay, this is kind of like thirty thousand foot view. You know, you know what is the small picture? No one ever talks about the small picture. And 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 I kind of like that thought because a lot of times you know someone has a big grandiose idea. You know, they talk about the big picture. The details are what makes things happen. So the small picture is important. So let, let's quit saying big picture because I think that almost talks down to people. Look, uh, you're not, you, let me, let me, let me explain the big picture to you because you're just not getting this. All right, next one, bring it to the table. Let's bring your idea to the table. Why don't we just say, hey, I've got an idea or hey, let's discuss your idea. Bring it to the table. That sounds like you're bartering. Uh, that sounds like uh, you're, you're, you don't have the authority or maybe you're not uh, your opinion is not valued. So let's bring it to the table. And if we like it, we'll talk about it. So I would say don't use that one. Buy-in. It's crucial to get the buy-in from our customers. Uh, we have to get buy-in from our employees. I think it's overused. Um, and again, I think this one, as the article says, it's become white noise. It's just another term people throw out there. You know, basically what we're just trying to say is people aren't accepting of the ideas um, again, that is a another issue, but buy-in. Nah, let's let's don't use buy-in anymore. Okay, let's drop buy-in. Change agent. Let's be an agent of change. Boy, this was one we used back in the '80s quite a bit. Um, I say it's old. Don't use it. It means that you're going to uh, change the the focus of the company. You're going to make things happen. A change agent is someone who is going to be, you know, maybe the cheerleader. I've heard that one too. I think it's older and in the past have been over you. So I would say lose this one. Circle back. I'm going to circle back to you. Basically, when I hear circle back, that means this topic or you are not important enough to discuss right now. So I'll, I'll talk to you later. Uh, so I, I, I don't like the circle back. Let's lose that one. Just, you could say something different, you know, just say, um, Hey, can I get back to you next week? I'm really busy. Just, just say that. Be honest with them. Because circle back, it's like you're trying to be nice. All right, we've already talked about deep dive. Um, again, if we're, you know, if you're into diving and you're Jacques Cousteau, maybe deep dive is okay. But a deep dive into into the topic, again, if it makes sense, use it. I just, I think it's overused. Uh, disruptive. Let's be a disruptive force or or a disruptor. You know, the same kind of thing. That's another pandemic word. Hey, we, we need to be disruptive during this time. You know, let's just quit saying that. Um, you know, and this is what the article says. You know, it's really disruptive is working at home with three kids. That's disruptive. So let's quit saying disruptive. Well, you know, that's that's what we're trying to do in business. We're trying to make a profit. We're trying to sell more things. Uh, being being disruptive, it just it's just it's like you're trying to be tough. You're trying to be cool. Quit saying disruptive. Dot your I's and cross your T's. Okay, that's an old one. That means just be thorough and precise. Uh, please, let's, you know, don't use that one anymore. That, that dates you. Again, we talked about drill down. Oh, here's the other one. 
hey, we need to go all in. I need you to go all in on this. And, you know, this is, again, the article, you know, says, oh, I thought we were just going halfway in. Um, so, again, this is another one of those uh, 110%, you know, go all in. Um, I don't have confidence that you're really excited about this project. Again, this is another one of those sports or uh, you know, human life drama type uh, you know, terms, go all in. So don't, don't use, let's, let's lose it. Lose, go all in. Hey, I'm doing, you know, our department's doing the heavy lifting. Um, okay. Well, again, the article is saying, Hey, your colleagues are more into the, you know, cardio than if you're into the heavy lifting, heavy lifting, again, it's descriptive, but I think it also, it's firing a shot across the bow, or it could be braggadocious. If you're talking about yourself, lose it. Don't use heavy lifting. I'll run that up the flagpole. Okay, that's a, that's another overused one. That means, hey, I'm gonna see if your idea. Uh, I'm gonna see if someone likes your idea. If not, um, we're not gonna talk about it again. So basically, I don't have any confidence in your idea. So therefore, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna commit myself to it. I'm just gonna run it up the flagpole. Don't use run it up the flagpole. Oh, okay, outside the box. Okay, that's the same thing. You know, innovative, unique, outside the box. Um, paradigm shift. Uh, let's let's quit saying that again. That's an old term, overused term. Uh, just don't use outside the box thinking. All right, this next group is from Blue Light Media. Uh, snackable content. Again, I, I think this is more of a marketing or uh, marketing or, or maybe social media circles. You know, snackable content. Um, they say it's overused. I've never heard that actually. First time I've used it. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool saying. I like it. Hey, snackable, easy to digest content. Again, it, it makes sense if you're in that world. But again, if you don't know what it means, don't use it. Hey, let's hop on a quick call. Um, I, I it just you know that's that's too trendy sounding. And again, it's that's it's old. Uh, don't use it anymore. So hey, let's 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 talk real quick. Or hey, can I, may I call you real quick? Let's hop on a call. Are we talking? Are we getting on a horse? Uh, are we talking about bunnies uh, going down the street? Don't say hop on a call. Lose it. Let's talk about touch base and circle back. We already talked about circle back, but touch base. Just say I wanted to reach out to you again. I haven't heard from you. Uh, another one, I wanted to follow up. I use that one a lot. Let's quit using that one too. It's just it's just a, you know, touch base is just a way to dance around saying, hey, I really wanted to uh, talk to you and, and ask if you're ready to, to sell or ready to buy, or has this been completed yet? You know, just, it's, it's just circling around the obvious. All right. Next one, data driven. Uh, you know, I think this one is okay because, um, you know, you know, our, our lives are data driven, uh, but in business, sometimes data driven makes sense. You can say, Hey, this is a data driven decision or our decision should be data driven instead of just, uh, you know, from the heart. So I, I think it's okay to use. Here's another one, thought leader. Now, I've mentioned thought leader in, in a previous uh, podcast. I think it was in reference to, to LinkedIn. I think if you have a certain score, you're considered a thought leader. You know, I mean, here's the thing with that. I, I think it's like cool. I guess it's almost like guru, right? Uh, thought leader means you are someone who has the best thoughts. But I think if you're in a leadership position or with a company, you don't want to call people thought leaders or assign that title because I think everyone's thoughts or everyone's ideas are important. So a thought leader, just basically, you're just trying to set someone above and apart from someone else. 
Um, you know, obviously we could say, you know, Steve Jobs was, was a thought leader, maybe Elon Musk, but you know, the rest of us, let's just keep it real. Okay. All right. Here's a couple more from Forbes magazine. Again, guru. Um, again, they're saying here, this is more of a, a religious title or a spiritual expert, uh, not someone um, in business. So, so guru again, overused. And, and there's a lot of weight that comes with that. Get synergy. We talked about that before. Synergy is one plus one equals three. Let's just quit using that. Uh, growth hacking. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't use that one. Um, I, I think that is probably more of a social marketing um, or, or marketing term. I don't know if it's overused or not, but growth hacking is one that they say is an overused term. All right. Move the needle. Okay. Again, we talked about that one before. All right. The next one is digital transformation. And again, um, the, the article says digital and transformation are both very vague topics. You know, what does that mean to, to, you know, to me when I hear that, that means we must get away from manual or paper and move everything to digital. Okay. That makes sense. You know, if, if that's what your company goal is, that's a good thing to say, but I think saying digital transformation, unless you mean something specific, again, you're just trying to sound cool. Uh, here's another one. Again, we mentioned this before, disruptor. Um, you know, everyone claimed during the pandemic to be a disruptor. Let's let's quit using it. Let's lose it. Uh, last one, wheelhouse. Hey, that's just not in my wheelhouse. And again, wheelhouse means your area of expertise. I use that one every once in a while. I, again, I think it's one of those terms that is okay to use when appropriate, but it it can be overused quite a bit. Again, I think these are funny and, there, and there's hundreds and hundreds more. I just kind of I found three or four different lists that kind of had some of the ones that I use or have a, have a problem with. And it's funny, again, if you're in business and especially if you're the 45 plus crowd using different type of lingo or terms, it's just important when you got to know what they mean, you got to know in a, during conversation, what they're talking about and I think it just is important to know that. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, this is episode seven. This is business lingo terms guide for the 45 plus crowd. Use it, lose it, or never use it. Again, this is Platinum Training Technologies. That's PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. And we'd love for you to check out our website, be part of our community. Anyway, uh, be on the lookout for the next podcast here in the next week or two, and we will see you soon. Take care.